0: Hello, welcome or welcome back to You Learn Something New Every Day with Chloe Vetter. I'm your host. My name is Chloe. What's up? I hope you guys are having a good day. Hope you're all, you know, hanging in there. I know um, life isn't amazing right now, but uh, I guess it could be worse. So here we are. Anyway, I hate when people tell me that when I'm not feeling well and they're like, it could be worse. Shut the heck up. Okay, literally shut up. Anyway. We're going to talk about a pretty serious topic today. Um, I don't want to really like dilly-dally before. Um, I don't really have much to get you guys up on anyway, but before we do get into the main topic, I want to share what I learned. So if you're new here, the title of this podcast, You Learn Something New Every Day, comes from the fact that you actually do learn something new every day, and if you don't think so, try to be more mindful. Try to be more present. Try to be more aware of your surroundings and what's going on in the moment rather than, you know, kind of being thinking about something that's happened in the past or, like, that might happen in the future, like, daydreaming type stuff. Like, try to be present. Just be in this moment and see what happens. See how much new experience and knowledge you you get from that because when you are being aware of what's going on in the moment you find that you pick up on a lot of different things it's why older people are so wise because they just have more experience simply put so what i learned today so i'm studying for my nasa cpt which is the national academy of sports medicine and that is the certified personal training one that i'm trying to get right now and so i was reading my textbook i'm taking my notes and I always knew like BMI, like body mass index. I always knew like what that was and everything. And if you don't know what it is, it's basically the formula for that, your body mass index is your weight in pounds divided by your height in inches squared. So your height is squared, square that first, and then divide your weight by that number. And then when you get that number, multiply that by 703. That is your body mass index. You can also plug it all in online. There's a like little calculator for that if you literally just look up BMI. But anyway, a BMI from 22 to 24.9 is where people are at like the lowest risk for disease. So you could be more than that and be considered overweight. And then if you're over... 20, if you're over a BMI of, if you're, okay, no, if your BMI is greater than or equal to 30, you, that is considered obese. But anything between the 24, like 25 to 29.9, that's just kind of overweight. But anything under 22 is underweight. And so if you're, you know, way too underweight or you're way too overweight for your height, that's basically what it is. It's to make sure that like your height, is appropriate or no your weight is appropriate for your height so just because you have a low BMI doesn't mean that you're like at like low risk for disease and same with a high one like if you are having a good middle ground anywhere between 22 and 24.9 that is considered to be the like prime spot, if you will, to aim for with BMI. And obviously everything, everyone's different. I'm not telling you, you know, I'm not telling you anything of what you should be. I'm just telling you the scientific thing that I learned. So anyway, that's what I learned today. So let's, let's get in. I don't even know how to get into this. I have never told like any of these online. So this is a very, big episode in the sense of I'm getting very vulnerable and I'm getting very real and I've always been real with you guys but like this is just like another part of my life that I just haven't talked about so without further ado so you might have heard no means no and it does but some people don't understand that some people don't accept that and it really sucks and it's really unfortunate and it's an awful thing, but some people don't take no as no. And the thing is, you shouldn't have to say no more than once. Like, someone, all they need to, all that they should have to do with consent is just say no. And that should be respected. I, like, n- no question. If someone says no, they say no. It's a no. I also wanted to plug in the national, like, sexual assault or sexual abuse hotline uh it's 800-656-4673 uh i just wanted to put that up there so that someone could have it because you never know but um yeah that's that's the hotline talk to someone on there you can talk to someone that you know personally you can talk to an adult you can talk to a friend it doesn't matter but if you ever go through something like this with what I'm gonna talk about, please talk to someone because when you go it through it in your head, you're gonna spiral and you're gonna start to forget what is real and what is not because you're gonna be in your head for so long you forget kind of like what's just your thoughts and what's not. So anyway, trigger warning before, you know, we get into this. Uh, I will be talking about sexual sexual harassment, and I will be talking about sexual abuse, and I will be talking about PTSD. If any of these are going to trigger you, I will have lots of other episodes. You can go listen to those. You can wait for next week's episode if you've already listened to all of mine. But it's okay. I, I'll understand if you don't if you can't listen to this one. So again, trigger warning. I will be talking about some sensitive subjects. I will be t- talking about serious subjects. So just be aware. Alright, so I'm going to get into kind of my story, but I want to go over some things first. So there's different types of assault. Uh, There's full-on rape. There's forcible sodomy or object penetration. Uh, Sexual contact with minors, that is an assault. Whether it's consensual or not, if you are with a minor and you are overage, And you're, you know, like you're an adult, then that is assault. That is what's considered assault. So that possession of child pornography and solicitation of minors through the web. So, you know, like trying to groom children and stuff. All of that is all types of assault. Now, I learned something when I was doing some research of this stuff. And it really made me sad because I make up part of this 80%. And I learned about acquaintance rape. And acquaintance rape is basically someone you know or trust. I'm going to say that again. Someone that you know or trust. Someone you trust. Over 80% of rapes are acquaintance rapes. Let that sink in. 80, over 80% are rapes from someone that that person knew, that that person trusted, and this can fuck up not only your trust for that person, but for everybody that you meet afterwards, for everybody that is currently in your life, for everybody, okay? It can mess you up. So... Yeah, I just, I wanted to write that down and share that because I didn't know that. And I think that's really heartbreaking to hear. But anyway, yeah, let's, let's get into my story, I guess. So back when I was 16, I, this one was this, this was in December of 2019. Wait, no, it wasn't because I was 18 then or no it was 2018 and it was December yes okay 2018 it was December I was 16 I went on this little first date thing okay this one guy like messaged me DM'd me whatever I didn't know him he went to a school in my county and I didn't really know of him but he seemed to have like a somewhat like good following I was like okay he seems like real you know what i mean and like i like kind of did some like stalking to make sure that he was like you know a real human being because i hadn't heard of him and uh i confirmed that and i texted my friend before i was about to leave i told them i was going where i'd be going and i showed up as a virgin and i left not as one and it wasn't something that i wanted to happen I didn't even know if I wanted to kiss this dude honestly I didn't I I this, uh, okay I'll, I'll get more into this so when I went on the date we like I met at his house and then we drove together to go like eat something and So we were eating, and I was sitting there, and, like, I don't know, just some things that he said and just kind of how he was acting, like, he just seemed kind of like a cocky dude, and, like, I just really, he just wasn't my type, he wasn't, you know, like, personality-wise and looks-wise, like, I just was, like, not vibing, you know? If anything, I was uncomfortable, and I really wanted to go home, so from the beginning, I could just sense something off, so I already was, like, not Like, obviously not with it. So, you know, I'm being kind of quiet. He even notices that. And he just kept saying, like, you're so quiet and stuff. But, uh, yeah, anyway, I did not know him. I knew his first name and where he went to school. And that is literally about it. Um, We drove back to his house. And he, like, I was like gonna get out but then he was like can I like give you a hug or whatever and I was like sure and he actually went in to like kiss me and I was like okay like cool (laughs) like okay bye um but when I started to get out he didn't let me out and yeah I I don't want to get too much into detail with the rest you can use your imagination but I hadn't done like any of that stuff so it kind of really sucked because this is something like if 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 someone's first time doing something is against their will you know I I said no I was physically trying to get out but this man was a lot taller than me and he was a lot stronger than me and he was able to you know hold me hold me down and it was scary he actually choked me at one point like not in a that way but like in a scary way I was genuinely concerned but yeah I just remember getting in my car after he finally let me out I like ran to my fucking car I'm like in this neighborhood I don't know where I am like like I know where I am but like I don't know where I am at the same time you know it's not like someone's around the corner that I could go to but I got in my car and I, like, checked and I, like, was bleeding really bad because he fucking hurt really bad. And I wasn't obviously into it, so that doesn't help anything if you are catching on. Um, But, yeah, so that physically hurt me, but, like, whatever, I honestly don't really remember a lot of it. I kind of just disassociated and blacked it out, but it definitely was, you know, in my head a lot. I just remember sitting in my car and like driving away and just kind of being like, what the fuck just happened? Like, did that just, did that actually just happen? Like, I didn't believe it. I was like, no, like, I don't, like, it was so weird. It was so weird. Oh my God. It was so weird. But anyway, Flash forward, um, over a year later, or no, yeah, over a year later. So, I'm 17 years old at this point, right? It's literally a year later in December. I was talking to this other dude who is 21. So, this is, I'm a minor, and if you're 21, like, this is, you know, like I was saying earlier, uh, sexual contact with minors is a type of assault. So, whether it's consensual or not, I did give consent, but I was too head over heels and I did a lot of things that they wanted me to do that I was not comfortable with. Like, I would say no and it was just like pressing and pressing and pressing until I said yes, which is not a real yes. If you are literally like luring them into saying yes by like having to make them repeat themselves, which is no, over and over and over again, like that is, that's a no, that's a no. So, I'm giving consent, but I was technically like, that doesn't matter. I was a minor and they were 21. I did a lot of things that I did not want to do, that I was not comfortable with and that they know, they knew that they knew that, but they took advantage of that. They knew my weaknesses. I could get way into this, but I don't want to. Um, They knew my weaknesses. They learned my weaknesses and they used it all against me and it really sucks. And yeah, I was a minor just taken advantage of who is, you know, blindly in love, but, you know, now I'm not so sure. I okay, honestly, <laughs> y'all are about to realize how messed up I am in this aspect of life. And I don't really talk about it, but yeah, it's kinda hard because like now I look back and I'm like, that wasn't love. Like that was like I literally I was just blinded. I was manipulated. That's it. So This all has happened, right? It's May of 2020. I... I'm 18 now. This is, you know, a few months after this 21-year-old that I was talking to. Like, we kind of had a falling out. January, February. So, it's been a little bit, but it was still kind of fresh in my head, but whatever. I was 18. It's May. I had a best friend who was one of the closest people to me, and I genuinely pictured them standing, like, at my wedding. Like, I genuinely wanted them to be, like, maid of honor. Like, I saw myself at their wedding. I saw myself with our kids playing together. Like, that's, I, she was my best friend, and I would drop anything for her. I would drop a lot of things last minute for her. I wouldn't tell her all the time because I didn't want her to feel guilty, but that's just kind of how I am. I'm just one of those friends who, if you need me, I'm going to be there because that's what I would want from you. I don't expect it from you, but that's what I would, that's what I would want. So I'm going to give it to them. So I'm 18 now. I'm, you know, like of age or whatever, age of consent. And they, they weren't, it, they weren't like super old or anything, but anyway, we're best friends and they forced me to have sex with them and I was at my house we were hanging out I could tell the vibes were weird like I just felt weird like you could tell she was like uncomfortable not uncomfortable but like she was just kind of quiet and then all of a sudden she just like came on to me and I was like, "Whoa, what the hell? Whoa!" Like I was like, "Whoa," I was like, "Yo, stop!" <laughs> no, what the? F- I was like, "Ha, what the fuck are you doing? Like, gay? You're weird." Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, good joke. But uh, I kept going, and I said no, at least ten times. Like I, I just kept saying no. I was like, "No, this isn't good." Uh, They have a boyfriend, so I was like yo, like, that's not right. Like, this is literally, like, you're, you're, not only are you doing something to me, but, like, you're cheating on him. Like, that is not, like, what are you doing? But, yeah, I said no. She didn't care. She made me do it anyway. Uh, and she did this twice. The first time, I was sober. Second time, I was So drunk. I could barely walk. So when someone is that drunk, if anyone is like under an influence like that, that is not consent. So even if I said yes, which I didn't, I didn't say yes a single time to her. I didn't give her any implication of wanting to do this. That's, you know, like I'm not saying it, but... (laughs) that's what's technically, like, that's considered assault. That is assault. If someone has to say no and you keep going, if they keep saying no and you just do it anyways, even if they're, like, obviously uncomfortable, obviously stressed, obviously, like, on the break of, on the edge of tears, why would you keep doing it? So, after this, after that second time when I was drunk, I was, like, i remember waking up and just being like yo like i uh yeah um i didn't sleep in my bed for like the entire month i i couldn't that first time she was in my house i don't think i even had her over after that um i didn't eat i lost a lot of weight i didn't tell anybody i didn't tell anybody i told some people like a little like an extent like, one or two close, close people, like, somewhat of an extent to it, but I didn't really tell them what happened, um, and I would just disassociate. I said so no, no so many times when only saying it once should be enough. My quote-unquote best friend continued to feel, make me feel like I was crazy and invalidated my feelings. So following all of this, I made it clear to her how like messed up this had me because it messed up my like it messed up my trust in her it messed up my trust in everyone in general I already I mean I got mommy issues I already have a enough issues that are from my past that make me have some issues with like receiving like physical touch like I just I don't like I is someone could hug me and I like cringe like it's I just something I'm working on it's something I'm not used to and it takes a lot for me to be comfortable with someone so for this to happen that literally just like took me back a few steps I think one of the worst parts is I was so traumatized from like my past abuse and relations and she knew about it she knew that I literally lost my virginity to sexual assault and she did the same thing to me not once but twice and I like my trust in her and others right now is beyond fucked up but we're working on it I'm getting better um so this was in May of last year and the rest of the summer I slowly distance myself because I was starting to feel crazy. I spent a lot of time in my head replaying the situation and I- she almost had me convinced that it was, like, my fault. She almost had me convinced- she also, like, completely manipulated her boyfriend into thinking that, like, it was me to her, which is beyond fucked up, but that's why- like, they're still- Like, it's, it's, it's so bad. It's so, it's unbelievable. Like, I think about it and I'm just like, damn, like, y'all are whack. But anyway, I grew the strength to walk away finally from that friendship because I was so controlled and I was so manipulated and she, she just was so vindictive. Like, I... I told her how upset- Like, I was losing so much sleep, and I was losing my appetite over this thing that she did. And then it messed up my relationship with her and her- With my, me and her boyfriend, because we were friends. And now all of a sudden, he thinks that I'm, like, fucking his girlfriend. When she- I literally was begging her no, because I knew not only would he not like it, but I didn't want to. Okay? Like, I'm your friend. I'm not- you know, like, we're, that's, I didn't give off any sign like that, like, I don't know, it was fucking weird, but, (laughs) anyway, um, yeah, it, it sucked, but I, I told her how it made me feel, and she just would tell me to not think about it, like, it was nothing, just, she'd be like, don't think about it, or, like, I'd be like, yo, like, what your boyfriend is thinking is, like, upsetting me, and she's like, he doesn't matter, like, doesn't matter what he thinks, like, he'll be fine. And I'm like, no, you can say that because you'll be fine. You got what you wanted from me. You lied to your boyfriend. He's going to believe you. It's my word against her- hers. So, of course, you cannot think about it, but this is replaying in my head and affecting literally everything I do. And she invalidated that she made me feel crazy and just would completely like not want to talk about it like i'd try to bring it 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 wasn't like it was so then i'm sitting there thinking like like this is normal and i'm starting to think i'm going crazy i'm starting to think i like made stuff up and i'm starting to think in my head like did i did i imply that i wanted to like stuff that literally did not happen at all like it (laughs) that's why you need to talk to someone because i didn't tell anybody about this for so long and it would play in my head over and over and it was really bad and I would question so many things about myself and you know like my worth and all that but uh yeah I was best friends with this person I would spend hours on hours with them and so they were a big part of my life but I finally was like you know what I deserve better than this i'm only being used when it's to their convenience they're only calling me when it's to their convenience you know like i i like i don't want to stand here and take pictures of you we'd be hanging out and it would just be taking pictures of her and then she'd sit on her phone and edit them and i'm just sitting there like are we gonna hang out or what and if we did hang out her boyfriend had to come along because of course he thinks I like did something to his girlfriend, which is all so fucked up. And you're probably like Chloe, why did you even talk to them after this? I wonder the same thing. I kind of didn't for a bit, but like it got kind of messy, and then we were like fine, and then it was like I would finally was like, you know what? Nah, I don't deserve this. So I think around August is when I kind of cut the ties officially because they started to it started to like. Affect my work, like she would greatly affect my work and like disrespect my classes. Um, anyway, but yeah, I look back now and I'm like, wow, they were not a real friend, they wouldn't, you know, come to my classes. I taught for over a year and they still hadn't come to one of my classes. And if you know me and you know how much I love my job, you would come to a class, even if okay, I don't care if you are gonna die in this class I don't care if you can't stand up on the bike I don't care if you get a single push up or move in just just come and support like you don't have to be a workout person I don't care like but like show your support it's just something nice to do you know like I'll visit my friends at their work all the time my one friend works at a coffee shop and I go even though I can't afford to buy Starbucks every single time I still go And I visit and I support and I say hi and like with class like like just come I don't know like it just I don't know it doesn't if you like and trust me she knew how passionate I was about this stuff like I talk about my job all the time I love to talk about what I do I love what I do and yeah so uh I my job got disrespected my work got disrespected my uh boundaries got disrespected, my you know, everything. So yeah, my trust, uh, fucked up. But it's okay. It's fine. Anyway, let's get into the last thing I wanna mention, and that is just the importance of consent. This is gonna seem like something that you've probably heard in a health class before, but I need you to listen because clearly people don't listen in health class. Consent to any sexual activity is voluntary and sober. Okay? you're not sober it's not it's not implied okay it is informed mutual enthusiastic honest verbal okay like it is a clear yes if you're not sure keep asking if you want to take it to another level and you got permission for the last level that you're at right now or whatever like ask to go to the next one like keep it's better to ask too much than to not at all. So it is an of agreement and it cannot be coerced, okay? That is why, that is literally what happened to me that second time with my ex-best friend. She coerced the fuck out of me. And I don't think I even actually said okay or yes. I think I just, like, literally disassociated. Like, I I don't remember a certain point at all. <laughs> Um, but I n- I remember enough to know what happened and enough to, you know, keep me up at night. But consent is a process which must be asked for every step of the way. Consent is never, never implied and it cannot be assumed. A person who is intoxicated cannot le- legally give consent, okay? I'm not just making this up. It's It's a legal thing. I was so intoxicated and I don't drink. If you know me, I don't drink. I do not like to drink. Last time I drank was when I was in Aruba and before that I don't remember because I just don't do it and this oh yeah also I don't drink they were like I okay I'm not saying this but like I mean like at the end of the day like I chose to drink the drink but like they kept pouring me wine glasses and handing them to me and being like chug it chug it like like really peer pressuring me to like get drunk like, not even just have a glass of wine with them. Like, they wanted me to drink, drink. And I was like, w-? like, I feel like shit. Like, I hate this. And they know that. They know that I don't like doing that. But they did it anyways. Whatever. Whatever. Anyway. So, the absence of no also does not mean yes, okay? So, I said no, right? But if I even if I didn't say no, if I just was like, eh, like, I don't know... Eh, like that's 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 no that's still a no okay unless it is a clear yes that fits the things that i was talking about earlier so sober informed mutual enthusiastic honest verbal like unless it is like that unless it's a clear yes that absence of no like that means no that still means no no means no and an absence of no means no if there's no yes yes Consent is not about getting a yes or no answer, but it's about understanding what your partner is feeling. So when you're asking for consent, don't have an expectation of what they are responding with. That is exactly what happened. They asked consent. I said, no, actually, no, they didn't even ask. The first time they didn't ask consent, second time. First person I meant, like the first dude, he did not ask, second time she did not ask. I just kept saying no, and she just was like, fuck you, I guess, but yeah, it's not about getting the answer that you want. It's about understanding them, and it's about actually listening to their answer, okay? It's not just about yes or no. It's, you know, there's a whole layer to it, so that's really what I have for you guys today. Um, I hope this was... Helpful to some extent. Um, I just wanted to kind of get out a story that, you know It sucks But you aren't alone and there's different levels and there's different extents to everybody's experiences with these unfortunate traumas, but it's Very real. It's a very scary but real thing that can happen and I encourage you to reach out to someone If you or someone you know has gone through this because trauma is one of those things that, like, it, yes, like, with time, like, time will heal stuff, but, like, it's still gonna be there. And, like, no matter how much work you do on yourself, you could still snap back one day. So, like, I could think that I'm doing great, but, like, I could wake up the next morning and be like, holy shit, like, my, I could be in a dark cloud and my head could be, you know, constantly upset with what the past and what has happened and it sucks but that's where the mindfulness comes in I'm working on trying to you know have control over my thoughts and my emotions and I'm not letting this affect you know my work and my life and sometimes it does sometimes I show up to work and my head is so foggy and I'm so triggered whether it be just from my own thoughts or something I saw or something I heard, I'll hear a song that they used to listen to a lot and I get very triggered. (laughs) But um, yeah, it's, I mean, that's just kind of like what's going to happen. I'm going to have to live with this and I had to learn how to cope with it and I'm going to continue to learn how to cope with it because that's all you can do at that point. And yeah, so that's... I've literally never, like, talked about this, especially online like this, so bear with me. I know that it might have been all over the place. I know it might have not made sense, but I did what I could, and as long as one person could get something out of this, then that's exactly what I want. I don't want- I don't want any sympathy. I don't want any empathy. I don't want any, you know, I'm not- I'm not sharing this for you to feel bad. I don't- don't feel bad, okay? I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm here. But check in with yourself. Check in with your friends. Make sure they're all okay. Um, because this happens more than you think. And it sucks. But yeah, uh, just be careful. It's always the person you think you can trust the most. Um, so yeah, just be there for yourself. And you can message me if you ever need my instagram is chloe.vetter C-H-L-O-E dot V is in violet e-t-t-e-r shoot me a message you can let me know what you think about any of my episodes you can let me know what you think about this one you can let me know if you want to tell me one of your stories or tell me something whether it be about this whether it be about something completely different you can share any ideas of what you want to hear on the podcast any questions you have for me literally anything just let me know I hope you guys have a good day. I hope you guys are happy and healthy and safe. And I wish that it continues to be that way. So without further ado, thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. And if not, the sun will rise and we will try again. Bye, guys.